I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? Always joined on this glorious Thursday afternoon in my time, Thursday morning, your time, by Aaron Larsoul. Uh Aaron, I have I have decided, Uh-oh. definitively decided that okay. Tuesday is the worst day of the week. Yeah, that we agree on. We've had this conversation before. Yeah, I know, I know. We, I agree just, on. we I I've I like, you know, I think that is the consensus answer on on the worst day of the week. I your favorite day of the week is going to depend on your work schedule, you know, like that is no, it's, it's Saturday. Saturday is the best. You no, think it's Friday. Saturday is the best. All right. So if you are, if you work in the restaurant or bar industry, I don't mm-hmm. think Saturday is your favorite day of the week. Okay. So if you work in the restaurant or bar industry, like Wednesday is your favorite day of the week. Yeah. Because, okay. No, <laughs> no. The correct answer is Saturday is the best day of the week. Um, I agree though. Tuesday is Tuesday is the worst. I I think you had at the last time we talked about this, or maybe the first time we talked about this, I think you had Monday as the worst day of the week, but no, Tuesday is worse. Monday you yeah. can get the occasional, the occasional day off. Yeah, the occasional holiday, you know, the three-day weekend, you can get the occasional Monday off. And Monday's mm-hmm. like the start of something new. Tuesday is the oh wait, I still have four more days of this shit. So yeah, you know, right. Tuesday is Tuesday is the worst. Plus, there's no Monday Night Football. Yeah. Uh, so unless I mean, the only thing that's good about Tuesdays, you can get some of that Tuesday Maction. Uh, you know, the the Mac <laughs> conference plays games on Tuesdays sometimes, sometimes. for some reason. Well, not for some reason because that is the only day that people will watch the Mac conference play college football because there is literally nothing else. So yeah, I think Tuesday Tuesday is pretty awful. Money and Monday Night Football is, you know, and early in the year, I think like Miami and Florida State or yeah, I think it's Miami and Florida State will often play on a Monday just randomly. So <laughs> you can get some football on a, on a on a Monday. Monday's better than Tuesday. Tuesday's yeah. yeah, Tuesday's the worst. Wednesday, you're like, oh, it's hump day. Right. So like, oh, we're finally getting over this. Yeah, so, yeah I just Tuesday. I, I always find myself midway through Tuesday saying to myself, fuck me, it's only Tuesday. And I think that is like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that is to me like to Monday, you're kind of like prepared. You're like, all right, this is going to suck. You know, Monday is going to suck and you can get yourself ready for it. But Tuesday you're like, God, we aren't even through. We aren't even halfway through this shit. Come on. 
Are we, you know? Do you want to do you want to break some news? That's that should be good for your analytics, right? Do you want to break some news? Sure. I think the schedule is coming out today. I think. Yeah. Um, but in case that in case you hear this before the schedule is released, or if it isn't released today, Lakers fans are going to like January. Oh, that's what I'll say. How about that? Okay. The Lakers, I, right. the Lakers are going to be. How about this? The Lakers are going to be home a lot and in California a lot for. Um, January. My, my almost uh, all of January. Almost my, all the Lakers will be home almost all of January. My cranky old man take is that yes. I, I I really hate how like releasing the schedule takes a goddamn week. No, you know why? Because you, you, you content. You should love this. It's you no. get to spread it out for content. Hashtag content. You no, because like no, it's it's there's a such thing as like over like overspreading stuff out, right? Like sure. I, 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 all right, so let's say let's say you have like some really good salsa. Okay, right? this is an interesting analogy. Yeah. But okay, I let's say like you have salsa. some some really good salsa, but you only have like a tiny amount of it. Like you have one bite's worth of salsa. Okay. Okay. Like what you, to the rest of it, did you did you already eat huh? the rest of it? Yeah, like it's 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 you know you forgot okay. to get you, you forgot to get you forgot to get a new bottle or something like that, and you're like down to your your okay. absolute last vestige. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so how would you, how would you, how would you go about like allocating that salsa? Would you make one really, really good bite mm. or would you like, just get like a tiny little you bit, put, like, like a, you one drop over taste. a bunch of yeah. chips. Okay. Yeah. Like you barely take, hmm. you, you want the good bite. You want like, yeah. you want the, you want yeah. the one like decent yeah. amount of, of salsa on that chip or in that, you know, bite of the taco or something like that. Okay. So yeah. like the way that they do it now, it's like you're, <laughs> You trickle it in. You don't like them. You got, you in, got right? that like droplet that like those eye drops. Yeah. You, they're they're right. Like the way that they're doing it right now is they they have like that uh, that that thing for eye drops, and they're mm -hmm. going in there, and they're a morsel on Monday, and then a morsel on Tuesday, and a single drop on Wednesday. It's just like no, rip off the band aid. Okay. Let us talk about it. And also, by the time you get to like the actual news, like the actual shit that people care about, okay. it's Friday afternoon. You, mm. Nobody's getting content out of Friday afternoon in August, in mid-August. Mm. You're not well, helping maybe, anybody out. I mean, maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe they, maybe you are. Maybe they want it on Friday because nobody has content on Friday. And in August, Friday. No, no. no. I mean, I mean, nobody's exactly like why. nobody. Nobody is is taking in content on like you know the weekend in mid-August. Oh, you're so doing. Like, a, you're definitely doing a show tomorrow. So I hope people are taking in content in August. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll probably do a show tonight for tomorrow because yeah, I don't want to record point. tomorrow. Yeah, that's, but but that's like point. I, but yeah, it's just, I just gave you, I just gave you content. I, I just know. broke news that you can aggregate this if you want. I don't know. People are going to so, Lakers fans we, are going to Lakers fans are going to be in LA quite a lot on in January. How about that? Right, the dog days, the dog days yeah. of the season. League league sources say the Lakers will enjoy Sat for January. Is is. There know. is, I think it's five home games. It's the start of January. I think it's five home games then yeah. um, at Utah and then mm -hmm. four home games. Uh, so that's nine of 10 in LA. And then I think it's at the Clippers, which doesn't count. And then this is like uh, almost no travel in January. And then, yes. And then like two more home games and then at Golden State. So I mm -hmm. think it's, I think, I haven't looked, but um i think january 1st to january 28th 
the Lakers will spend one night outside of California at Utah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Just got to get there. That. See, look at that. Um, look, look at what look at what I gave you for for the people. Yeah, I'll I'll probably break down the schedule like I said tonight for for tomorrow. Is it show. is it actually coming out today? Is that the? I think those were the rumors. Is it actually like officially coming out today? Yeah, yeah. They're, okay. they're, um... I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Again, league sources say that we're going to get the full <laughs> drop today. So stupid. Just... Just release the damn thing. Anyway, everything um, in the NBA is like made for content, made for social media, made for TV. So that's why they it's say not very it. well. <laughs> are you what, are you kidding me? It's great. Uh, uh, I know is, you don't like it, but they're doing. Like a I good said, job. like just give me give me the one good. You bite want the of whole, salsa. you want the whole you want you want the one chip filled up with salsa. Yeah, give me the okay. one good bite of salsa so that I can enjoy the rest of my like work week <laughs> or, or or you know like barely okay. work week. Fair enough. Um, all right. So today I, I want to talk to you about James Harden and the Sixers. And okay. um, again, you have unique insight into this stuff because of your understanding of the league. And I, I, I think we have to take advantage of that. And um, more importantly, you allow me to be a complete idiot and laugh at me being an idiot on the stuff. Sure. Um, and, and so that's what I wanted to talk about. And then whatever else comes out after that is, uh, is, is money. But okay. um, as things stand right now, James Harden, um, I think the latest rumor that I saw or report that I've seen was from Keith Pompey, who said that James Harden um, maybe, just maybe, is interested in playing uh, in China next year um, because of the, the, the response to him. Uh, being over there, you okay. know, and I guess they bought 10,000 bottles of his shitty wine. And How do you know his wine is shitty? Maybe his wine's good. I doubt it. Why, though? No, like, actually, why? Why do you doubt it? Uh, I don't know. Have you had it? I, all right, here's my guess. Maybe it's The first glass, I would say, is probably incredible. But mm -hmm. by the time you get to, like, the last, like, 
the <laughs> when it gets glass. when the bottle gets down to crunch time, you think it just doesn't show up. It doesn't <laughs> or, really do it for you. Or like, all right, if you're drinking the bottle with no stakes and it's just kind of by yourself and and yeah. and you know, there's nothing on the line, probably tastes really good. Mm-hmm. But if you have people over and you like hyped up the wine, you're like, dude, you're gonna be shocked at how good this James Harden wine is. That's when it comes out tasting like straight vinegar. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, okay, fair enough. So James seems like uh, James seems like a, a guy. A tool. I don't really know him. I, you know, I, I know him a little bit, but I don't like actually know him. I've met him a handful of times, but I don't actually know him. But he seems, at least on the surface, as as somebody that enjoys life, right? Um, and would not be against having a, a beverage of some sort, including wine. So. For somebody that enjoys life and seems wine to enjoy wine. Wine is huge in the league, by the way. Uh, wine is wine is a big deal, yeah. Wine huge is a big deal. Red, red wine specifically is a big deal. Uh, yeah, it's the, the healthiest of the alcohols. Um, Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or not. I think it's um, true. Well, well for, for your heart, yes. But as far as like calories, sugar. as far as calories and sugar, that's not the case. But um, as far as for heart health, yes, there are some studies that suggest drinking red wine um is good for your heart so i would suspect that maybe james has a good red wine i don't i don't know but i'm just i don't know why you think it's shitty i will say uh what is it called? i actually have a bottle of it in my uh do you uh, in, uh, in my wine fridge do yeah. you really yeah well now you have to drink it and tell if it's, tell us if it's any good we need the full Well, i'm list. waiting for harrison to come out and visit because oh. i wanted it to, to how did to... you get it did, did somebody send it to you or you went he sent it? it to me yeah yeah he james sent harden sent you wine no, and you no, repay no. The... oh harrison sent it to you yeah <laughs> i was gonna say you james harden sends you wine and you repay the favor by by roasting this it is without probably drinking awful it? yeah yeah um uh, diamond and key which is um which is clay's clay thompson's um is actually really good. I, I bought some uh, when um, Michael sent it to me, and I bought, and then I actually bought some, and it's really good. So I could like, see, I could see that because, like, I could see Clay caring that it's really good. I just don't see James Harden caring that his wine is very good. Like, I think he, I think he cares a lot more about the label on his wine. Like, is is this label mm-hmm. sick? Mm-hmm. Is this like, mm-hmm. yeah. This label is this label is great. I didn't awesome. know that Harrison sent you some. That is that is a great bit. <laughs> I love I Harrison. Love that. Harrison has sent me some of the most ridiculous shit. I have a Brooklyn Nets shot glass because okay. he was convinced I was a Nets fan because of how I took the D'Angelo Russell trade. Okay. Um, I heard you guys yeah. talking about that the other day. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have to find, I'd have to go through and find like all of the stupid gifts that he has sent me, but he has sent me his fair share of, of hilarious and stupid, uh, gag gifts. Um, my favorite gift that I've ever sent, I sent to Zane for our like silver screen and roll holiday gift exchange thing. Okay. Um, I sent Zane a Celtics Rajan, Rajan Rondo, um, mm. like framed card. Okay. <laughs> like basketball card. <laughs> yeah. Cause like he was, he was convinced like, like regular season Rondo was terrible and Zane was just sitting there like, Oh, you just wait, you just wait. Playoff He's going to be great. Yeah. yeah playoff, playoff Rondo is going to be a thing. And then he was, you know, to Zane's Rondo credit. is a thing that um, Rondo hates that <laughs> double R hates that, but it is yeah. a thing. He pre- yeah, well, pretend like it's not a thing, but it is a thing. Uh, so all right, James Harden, sorry, other than his, so the rumor, I haven't seen this. There's a rumor that he's going to go play in China just because you said the wine is shitty. I might, I, you know what? Shitty. I got I to gotta make absolutely sure that I didn't get like ball sacked here. 
So I'm going to go through my tweets. Say that again. You you don't know what Ballsack Sports is? Oh, I do. I was just I was just interested in your phrasing there. <laughs> You're a professional broadcaster. Oh, damn it. I did. <laughs> You're welcome. Fuck. So, but um they did buy uh I did see that where where they bought I think it was 10,000 bottles of of his wine in some in like seconds. Um and James seems to be quite popular in China. Uh, this is, it's a huge thing. Anybody that has a signature shoe, they always go, you always go to China, um, and do a camp or an appearance or whatever. And I don't think it's coincidental that their government tells their people like, Hey, you have to cheer for this person. Okay. Um, I'm not going to get into that, but, uh, Hennessy is delicious. You got to have me out here like Daryl Morey, just getting like, which, so I think that's, I think that's part of it, right? Like, I think it is not coincidental that James said what he said um, and called Daryl Morey a liar in China, right? You know, your audience. Um, yeah. So I think that is going to be well received. You have him, you have him like aware of geopolitical topics. He famously no, wore no. like a, a, a blue lives matter mask. And then like the, the, the explanation for it from, I forget like which rapper it was, but the rapper was like, Little James baby. Harden spends zero time whatsoever on the internet. He has no idea what he's wearing. Oh, uh, well, I know little baby's his boy, but, um, yeah. So no, I don't not like, no, I, I'm, I don't, I, how about this? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But what I do think James is aware of is that, uh, because it was a huge thing in the NBA, is that yeah. Daryl Morey was not all that popular in China. Um, and so I do think... Or that, in the NBA, frankly. Depends. But I do think that that James knew that Daryl Morey is not particularly popular in China. And I also don't think it's a coincidence. He said what he said in China. I, I do think that he knows that part of it. Like, whatever's going on with like human rights violations potentially in China or whatever. No, I don't know that James like knows about that or cares or whatever. Maybe he does. I don't know, but I don't think it's a coincidence that he said what he said about who he said it about there. What do you think is likelier James Harden's wine being good or James Harden having any idea what's going on in China? I think both are possible. Like, just because I, just, I, think, I just like those stupid, think, ridiculous <laughs> either. Like James, question. like I don't know why we just we assume just because. Look on the court stuff. Like I don't know why we assume that James Harden is an idiot. I I don't think he, James Harden is an idiot. I don't think he's an idiot. I just think I just think there are things that he just like doesn't have time for. Just doesn't care about. I maybe I don't know. I don't know the man. I've met him again. I've met him a handful of times. I don't know the man. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe not. How about again? I just don't think it's a coincidence. He went in on Daryl Morey there. I don't think yeah. that is a coincidence. Okay. Um, yeah, I the clip itself, you know, he gets a question that was like, you know, I, I don't know if you've seen the full clip that includes the question that leads to it. And it I was like, know. I've just seen his response. I, I haven't so the, the, the question itself was like very clearly, um, it, it, at least to me, it, it struck me as the, the, the person who was asking it was like trying to make it seem as if it was an organic question that like just kind of came up or whatever. Okay. Um, was this from, and, was this from a journalist or was this from 
like somebody just at the camp? Uh, it was, I, I believe it was just from, it was, it was not an American journalist. It was somebody at the camp okay. and, um, and yeah, like part of, part of why I, I had the response that I did to the question was that like, it was somebody who was asking a question in what was clearly not their first language. Um, okay. it was, you know, somebody who spoke Mandarin and so the, the question was in English. It was in English, but okay. like very clumsily. It was yeah, not okay. their, their, you know, and, and so not their first language. And, um, you know, I think it was like you're talking about, you know, kind of a planted op that uh, an opportunity, inorganic opportunity to, um, you know, to, to, to make these headlines. Mm -hmm. And the reports that have come out since then that are like actually reports and not from fake NBA central or whatever, but, um, <laughs> like Ramona Shelburne is saying that like he, this is just the beginning and that Harden is willing to make things even more uglier and more uncomfortable for the Philadelphia 76ers that has since been echoed by Adrian Wojnarowski, who, you know, um, I, I, his reporting on this has been really interesting to me. And, and my, my, my question to you is like, we can talk about how uncomfortable James Harden can make this on Philly, but because of how little uh, community credit that James Harden has in the bank with the city of Philadelphia specifically, and frankly, the NBA at large, I feel like this is a lot easier for the Sixers to make life really difficult on him more so than vice versa. So this actually is fascinating and there are so many layers to this. Yeah. Um, let's, <clears throat> excuse me. Let's go back for one second to the, to the, the question. And I'm going to try to pull up the full. So here's, so here's how, you know, it's kind of not like a serious journalist. Um, well, maybe a serious journalist, but it was, it seems like it was planted, I guess I would, I would say because, if that is a quote and James like said it twice, right. He like said, let me repeat myself and then say, he's a liar. You know, he's a liar and I will never, um, I will never play with, or I know it will be associated for, or I never, I will never be a part of an organization that he's, a, he's a part of. Um, here's why that's like, you know, that it was planted and not necessarily an actual like journalist or maybe it's a journalist, but it was planted because if he says that, if somebody is really trying to get, like another quote or trying to like get the whole story. The follow-up question is, okay, what did he lie about? Right. And then you force him to answer that question and say, because I, the NBA is probably interested in this, right? Because the, the presumption is there's one of two things, either a, that he, um, they had kind of a wink, wink, you know, when he gave money back last year that he was going to get taken care of this year, which would not be, acceptable and would be a violation of the CBA and Philly could face some repercussions from that. So maybe that's it. Or that he was told, okay, if you opt in that we'll trade you. Um, and neither of which has happened, obviously. Mother's day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from blue Nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones. Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. 
Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So I think that's important. Like the follow-up question should have been, well, what did he lie about? You're claiming he's a liar. What did he lie about? Excuse me. So here's the reason why this is fascinating is because I think there are multiple, like each side of this, meaning James and the Sixers, have a lot of possible motivations for all of it. And the puzzle is very interesting. Um, James obviously opted in because there wasn't a market for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he wasn't, it, it, if he had opted out, the question is like, he opted in because he couldn't get what he thought he was going to get on the open market. Um, so is he going to make this uncomfortable? Maybe. And the question is how, but the question is how, because he has to, he he's doesn't have a contract next year. Right. So yeah. When he has done this previously, um, you know, showed up in the fat suit or, you know, basically just uh, in Brooklyn, you know, like played one game and had 40. And then the next game, I think was in Sacramento, like took four shots and just kind of literally <laughs> just like walked around and openly quit on his team. Yeah. But he had a was contract. Was he quitting or was that like a playoff preview? <laughs> I mean, he did have 40 in the... He did have 40 twice in the playoffs and then had like mm. 11, 12 and nine in the three games <laughs> that mattered uh, yeah. when they when they ended up losing. And again, barely shot. Yeah, so. Yeah, like, is, is he going to do that and not show up? <sighs> Maybe. But he, in, when, in the past, when he's done this, he has had money coming to him. He has to show that he can still play. So he has to, because he, he wants his next contract. This is his last contract. And so if he has any chance of getting the kind of money that he wants and the kind of, hopefully for him, long-term deal that he wants in free agency next summer, he can't just like quit because he has to show he can still play. So somebody else will sign him. So that's part of it. The other part of it, though, is, I mean, he obviously wants sleep. If he withholds services, there's a clause in... yeah the CBA that most people don't know about, but there's a clause in the CBA. If you are, if it is the last year of your deal and you withhold services, I think it's for 30 days or something. You aren't a free agent. The team where you are in this, the incumbent team, in this case, the 76ers still hold your rights and you can't go. You just don't become a free agent. They get to like move the contract down the road. And it's not that you can't play in the NBA. It's you cannot play professional basketball Anywhere, which is why I found it interesting that you fell for that. You fell for the old like him going to play in China. Well, he can't go play in China. Yeah, he he literally can't play professional basketball <laughs> anywhere. If the Sixers were like, "All right, look, we will let you be a free agent, but only in China." <laughs> I, I doubt it. I, I doubt it. Go play with Dwight in Taiwan. Um, here, but but here's the other thing. So there's that clause, but what do the Sixers want, right? They're not trading him now, it doesn't seem like, because they want two things, it appears, right? They want to still be competitive. If they trade him, they want to still be competitive. They want to get whatever back so that they're still competitive because they're worried about Embiid and what he wants and Embiid leaving. And But they also want the flexibility next offseason because Harden comes off the books and Harden's contract comes off the books and Tobias Harris. So they're going to have like 70 million in cap room next, next summer. 
to go sign somebody or take you know a superstar in and trade. So if James withholds his services and they can just kick the can down the road and say, okay, you can't go play anywhere else. We have your rights until you decide to, to play. I'm not sure they want that. I think yeah. they may just want him gone. They want the money next summer. So I don't think, so the question, like if he withholds services, will they invoke that clause or they'll just say, fuck it. We don't care. We want this dude out of here anyway. So, well, they can pay him. Isn't there a part of either that clause or a different clause that they could pay him like a fraction of what he's actually owed this year? That I think they would invoke. You're saying next year? This year, the year that he withholds services, if he decides to withhold services, like he can be owed 191st of. Oh, no, you know, they can. Yeah, no, they can find him. They can find him every day he withholds services. They can find him. I don't remember. I think it's like 190th. Uh, yeah. for every day okay. he withholds services but that would be he's still on the books this year so if they invoke that clause they just kick the can down the road and his contract this year goes to next year but then yeah. he's on the salary cap for next year so i don't that's why this is so fascinating because there's so many like where the leverage is there's multiple angles from both sides about leverage and so i think it's like gonna be it's kind of a fascinating staring contest because yes there is that, like, James, you don't get to be a free agent if you withhold services. That's one tactic James could use, just basically do what Ben Simmons did, right? Although Ben Simmons was smart enough to show up. Um, yeah. So he wasn't withholding services, and then Doc Rivers kicked him out of practice because he was, like, practicing Practice with a, with phone. a cell phone in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> like, if James does that, do the Sixers want to invoke that clause? Because I don't think the Sixers want him next year, or they don't want his money on the books next year. Who wants James Harden next year? Everybody, but they don't want him at what it's going to cost to get him. But that's the thing, though. Like that's right. that's my point. Is like you know, it's the right same thing now, Dame. like who wants Dame Lillard? Everybody who wants Dame Lillard at that contract. Mm, that's a shorter list. Well, but I think the difference there, though, that makes James even less desirable than than Harden is, um, well, than Dame. Here's, or, yeah, than than Dame, and that that's where like the big long list like rolls out. Like, why do people want James Harden more than Damian Lillard? And it's just like, you're you just, know, like no, you're just you're saying why do people want Dame Lillard more than Harden? Yeah, you'll why do there. people want? Yeah, eventually <laughs> you'll get there. It's Thursday. Um, not even drinking, but but like I. Um, I, with Dame, the contract is already signed and it is a high number and it'll continue to be a high number for what feels like perpetuity. But, um, but for James, he is going to sulk as soon as you don't give him that high number. Dame is going to be Dame. Like for a variety of reasons, Dame is younger and better. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm saying that like Dame is, 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 you know, for one thing, and this is like a really, <laughs> a really big part of like, um, unfortunately, some of the leverage against Dame is like he's not James Harden, and it's actually like a really nice thing to say because James Harden appears to suck. Um, like Dame no, will show he up. Doesn't. No, 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 no. James I Harden mean, was like borderline All NBA last. No, year. I mean, I mean, like as like a teammate, oh, as a oh, member, okay, as okay, a member yeah. of your organization. Yeah, like yeah. basketball player, yeah, he's great. Like, but that's, like, that's the I want part of this. James can still play. Like people are like James is what? Like James can still play. Do you remember? You weren't really in the LA. Well, I guess you somewhat were. But do you remember TJ Simers? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The writer for the Times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
great. Like he was actually really good at what he did, right? Like great columnist always got like the people always think like with Bill Plaschke that, um, and I fall victim or I, 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 I make this mistake too, where like Bill Plaschke's job isn't to be right. It's to get people to talk about stuff that Bill Plaschke is, is writing. Right. And, and TJ Simers, his job wasn't to be right. It was to piss off people so much that they like picked up his column the next time he wrote one. Um, but the thing is like, I can't imagine like working with Simers was all that, um, you know, fun or pleasurable, a, a, a situation there. And, and I think with Harden, he's like, like he is unquestionably great at what he does Mm -hmm. that being playing basketball. Mm-hmm. But at every single other thing, he just, I want nothing to do with the guy. And, you know, it's actually kind of hilarious and ironic that he and Daryl Morey specifically are in this staring contest against each other because they have um, so thoroughly bastardized the sport and so shamelessly bastardized the sport through, you know, retrofitting uh, offenses to make sure that only the best shots get taken, right? And only only employing players that take those shots in Daryl Morey's case. And in James mm-hmm. Harden's case, so shamelessly being willing to flop and, 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 and twerk for fouls. And it's so perfect that both of these people who have like, in many ways, made a mockery of the NBA's regular season are stuck in this boat together because... I can Wait, only why think. Why do you say they've made a mockery of the regular season? Because, like, what the reason the reason James Harden falls on his face every every postseason is because they stop calling that shit. Like they 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 stop like they you know you're allowed to hand check a little bit. You're allowed to play a little bit of defense. And yeah, as you sure. get deeper into the playoffs, a teams learn and and get more used to defending James in those spots. And b referees just go like, we aren't calling that. We're good. We're good here. He's just going to look like an idiot. All right. We're going to make him look like an idiot. And, and, and in the regular season though, like on a random Wednesday night in Milwaukee, he's going to get all of those calls because like, that's just how it works. And, and I think that's been part of the devaluation of the regular season is the, the, the difference in how the game is called in the postseason versus how it's called in the regular season. And until that like gap is, is bridged a little more than it currently is like the regular season is going to be that much more meaningless, but it all started with how hyper-efficient Harden was able to be. He did it because it worked. Yeah, he was, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not questioning that. Like I, I, you know, that, that is unquestionable statistically speaking that he was one of the most, if not maybe the most efficient offensive players that the league has ever seen, but he did so in such an insurance fraud fashion that like it it makes those um those regular season accolades all the more ridiculous to look at looking back and the takes that spawned out of that too where James Harden is better than Kobe look at the numbers that James Harden is putting up and 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 Kobe was never this efficient and it's like yeah cuz Kobe Kobe like had some shame 
<laughs> Kobe, Kobe, like recognized. No, that's not it. It's, yeah, it, it was is. A diff- no, it's not. No, no there's, not. there's like James, uh, James Harden. James Harden is a better offensive player than Kobe. Period. False. Kobe is no, a, Kobe's a better not. basketball player because no, Kobe he's be, not because no, Kobe cause... was a good defensive, uh, good and sometimes great defensive player. Harden was more willing to do a bunch of stuff that like you should not be willing to do on a basketball court and grift, grifted his way to a bunch of stuff that he should not have been able, like yes, a bunch of production and, that like and... isn't isn't and like representative of, of how good and, he was and he's going to finish like third probably all time in three pointers made cool fantastic i'm not suggesting it works like so well in like the postseason like i mean just... look to be fair, hold on to be fair like james has not had great postseason success that is fair however to say that it was like didn't work that style didn't work in the playoffs i don't think that's entirely fair because they were the only team that didn't like just shut down operations literally the only team that didn't just say like we can't beat the warriors with kd Mm -hmm. so we're not gonna try they went after the warriors and were toe-to-toe with them they didn't end up winning but they went toe-to-toe with those warriors that over 27 are the the what the over 27 game from three-point range sure okay you know what that was you know what that was karma that was the (laughs) sports that was the sports god saying like you are not allowed to win this way. You are, you are, and and when you Fine. fail, we are going to make it as loud as you can possibly fail, and that failure is going to echo throughout the NBA's eternity because you are not allowed to have success this way. I mean, look, and I, I don't love the uh, the like spreadsheet PowerPoint presentation, it's the, worst. the manifesto for the it's league. A Kevin, it's a Kevin Durant. Who the fuck wants to look at graphs when you're talking about basketball? Okay. So <laughs> great. I understand. I don't. You know, whatever. How we feel about that style of basketball. But to say that it just didn't work in the playoffs, they if it wasn't for those Warriors, they probably win a title or two. Those were damn good teams, even in the playoffs. They used to kick everybody's ass in the playoffs. And then, right, like, look, if those Warriors are healthy, that's the best team ever. You're just not beating them. But they went after them and went toe-to-toe with them. So I still think the three-peat Lakers, like, beat those Warriors. The, the Warriors were... The Warriors would embarrass them. Nope. I nope. Three is worth Dis- more than two. The Warriors would disagree. embarrass them. Yeah, you're right. Three is worth more than two. The Lakers won three titles in a row. The Warriors won two. <laughs> you're absolutely right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. That's the last but, team to three peat, right? Yeah, those Lakers. Yeah, I think it's yeah, the last team that'll ever do it. I don't I don't I don't think we're ever getting a three peat. Yeah, ever. I mean, look, like if those Warriors couldn't and they didn't because KD got hurt and Clay got hurt. So mm-hmm. but that is it's 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 i think, I think the, that those warriors are the last team to go back to back like it's hard enough to go to repeat much less three-peat that's i think yeah. you're probably right I, I don't think anybody will three the cba again. is set up to to rip apart dynasties anyway i think it's it's kind of stupid. so I, yeah i don't i think it's it's fascinating those warriors are the best team ever but um those uh but it's fat i think it's fascinating with because there are so many like you can look at it from each side with different motivations and different angles multiple angles on either side and so it is going to be a fascinating staring contest let's let's look really quickly at the timeline that you're talking about okay so let's go all the way back to last offseason when um james harden we can't say reportedly because nobody is willing to report something that would get the sixers in real trouble but it's not true at all it seems like they were punished for it they were they were punished for I know, but for, like I'm I'm saying that no reporters have come out and 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 reported on that. The league like looked into it because mm-hmm. he took a below market contract and then the, the, the money was immediately utilized. 
mm-hmm. um, but it, I don't believe it has ever been definitively reported um, that 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 is actually taking place. <laughs>